Pacamama is back in the topic of conversation again. Just in time for Christmas to boot, which makes it all the better. I started this week by telling you about a statue that mysteriously showed up in New York City, and it caused a stir when it did. Now we get to revisit that again, because some news broke about the Pac-Man Mama that puts that story into some interesting context. And yes, I'm saying the demon's name wrong on purpose, and I do it on purpose. So let's dive into that story. Really take a look at the increasingly dark state of things in the church and the world and the reappearance of the Pac-Man Mama yet again, which should motivate you to have an advent full of penitence and voluntary sufferings for the liberation and exaltation of the church. Let's start with some good news first, though. As I reported a couple of weeks ago, laity who attend Mass with the Fraternal Society of St. Peter, the FSSP, met with Cardinal Francisco Robles Ortega, the Cardinal Archbishop of Guadalajara, Mexico, where the FSSP has one of its most important apostolates in the entire world. A few months ago, the Cardinal issued one of the most draconian interpretations of Traditionis Custodis, where he all but banned the FSSP and his diocese. The laity a few weeks ago met with the Cardinal Archbishop and reported that the meeting went very well, and that they were confident that the FSSP would be back in business in his diocese. Late last week, the story came from Gloria TV, and it's good news. Headline, Guadalajara Cardinal Reverses Suppression of the Roman Rite. That is good news. If it can happen there, it can happen elsewhere, too. The lady had started a prayer campaign and met with the bishop and treated him with the respect due to his office. And it bore fruit. But what is the main thrust of the story? From that one, quote, Guadalajara Cardinal Francisco Robles Ortega has canceled his decree, which had suppressed the local Roman Rite Parish San Pedro and Candenas of the priestly fraternity of St. Peter. Robles Ortega reacted to pleas of the faithful and even visited the parish which serves more than 150 families. During the visit, Robles Ortega used the Roman Rite ritual to bless a new way of the cross and an image of the Sacred Heart. He also agreed to celebrate a pontifical Roman Mass, although no date was specified. End quote. In other words, not only did he rescind his decree jailing tradition, he also used the old form of the blessing to bless a new way of the cross and sacred heart image, and has agreed to say the old form of the mass in a pontifical high mass. In other words, he went from ending tradition in his diocese to agreeing to learn the old form of the mass, and to say it, at least on rare occasion. That's a move in the right direction any way you cut it, and it is good news, and it's worth celebrating. And I wanted to start with that because our Pacamama update is anything but good news. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know that in 2019, an idol of a South American demon was enthroned in the Vatican Gardens, in front of Francis in a rite that bore the suspicious hallmarks of a nuptial ceremony, including Francis accepting a tikkum ring, which, according to the rite of the demon enthronement, signified that Francis was accepting submission to Pacamama as a willing servant. Whether he knew what he was doing or not is debatable, but he did it. He and his Vatican hierarchy proceeded to tell us that the Pacamama was really Our Lady of the Amazon, a grotesque besmirching of the name of and image of Our Lady, if there ever was one. But then they admitted later that no, it was really an idol for a local demon. But don't worry, because it's the church adopts these sort of pre-Christian symbols all the time and makes them Catholic. And the Novus Ordo apologists kept up the charade even to this day. They still claim in many circles that it's a Marian symbol. It's not a Marian symbol, it's a demon. There have been several Pacamama incidents in the church and in the world since October 2019, not to mention what the veneration of idols wrought onto the world in the years after. 
But by all appearance, Francis just can't quit the Pacamama because, as a Spanish-language news outlet reported, he gave his blessing to a Pacamama park in Argentina recently. Headline from Gloria TV. Pope Francis was advisor for Pacamama Park. So it's not just a blessing, he helped have the thing built. Just what the world needs, right? A Pacamama Park. Now, take note of the fact that this is in his home country of Argentina, which he has refused to visit since appearing to ascend the papal throne. If he was a preconciliar pontiff, that wouldn't exactly be a big deal, since before Paul VI, popes rarely if ever left Rome. But papal globetrotting has kind of become the norm of the last generation or so, especially since the Second Vatican non-binding pastoral council. And Francis is as much a globetrotter as any of his papal conciliar predecessors. But he never set foot in Argentina. Still hasn't, going on nine years since the conclave. And that's more than a little strange. But he gave his blessing to this monstrosity, and he even had help planning in, had a helping hand in planning and building it. From the article on Goria TV, quote, Santiago del Estero, Argentina, inaugurated on October 20th an interreligious Parque del Encuentro, Park of Encounter, of course that's what it's called. It includes buildings representing Catholicism, Protestantism, and the those who deny Christ. A five-sided obelisk of human fraternity climaxes the structure. According to Urgente24.com, Francis was an advisor to the project. According to telam.com.ar, Pacamama is recognized with an amphitheater which represents the South American sect of the Pacamama, and is built with stone terraces, an expression of the fertility of Gaia. For the inauguration, Francis wrote that the news of this venture made him happy because in the midst of so many disagreements, community has the courage to do something like this supposes courage, bravery, and above all, the desire to walk together. He added that mankind is in the midst of this third world war in bits and pieces and stages, while the park is creating peace and harmony. End quote. You know, peace and harmony are great things, but I gotta say it. This is the most Francis project I think I've ever heard of, even more so than the Pacamama enthronement itself in the Vatican Gardens. It combines everything Francis in one place, Laudato Si, human fraternity, secular concerns, all of it in one place. It's truly astonishing, and clearly the Pacamama is something of symbolic importance to Francis and his weird reign in Rome. Oh, but that's not all. A couple of days ago, I mentioned that New York City was getting a Pacamama-esque statue that some called a symbol of the Beast of Revelation, and a clear move meant to send the message from our glorious and ever-benevolent and totally fair and just rulers about what they're really up to. If you missed it, well, here's the quick recap for you. Headline from CBN News. UN sculpture looks a lot like the end times beast referred to in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13. I know. That sounds a little melodramatic, but again, look at this thing. But there is some sort of strange thing going on behind the scenes where these signs and symbols that either mock the faith or stand in stark opposition to it are being adopted by the powers that be in the secular world. And yes, even in the church, as in the case of the Pac-Man Mama. And people are finally noticing it, aside from us weirdos on YouTube who are apparently reading too much into things if some of the modernist bishops are to be believed. But from that story, we get this, quote, during the current times of taking statues of historical figures, due to the agents of chaos crowd, the United Nations has placed a giant statue in New York that resembles an end times beast from the New Testament's Book of Revelation. The UN recently received tweeted a photo of the statue. 
A guardian for international peace and security sits on the visitor's plaza outside UN headquarters. The guardian is a fusion of jaguar and eagle and donated by the government of Oaxaca, Mexico. Countless critics on social media are saying the statue appears to be the likeness of the beast the prophet Daniel wrote about in the Old Testament and the apostle John wrote about in the book of Revelation. Daniel chapter 7 verses 2 to 4 describes the beast of the body of a lion and wings of an eagle. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first was like a lion, and had eagle's wings. The apostle John describes a beast with similar features in the New Testament passage in Re Revelation 13, too. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and a great authority. Another Bible verse that's evoked by this UN statue to peace and security comes straight out of an end times warning from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 2-3. to For you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the night. While they are saying peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly, like labor pains upon a woman with child, and they will not escape. End quote. Elsewhere in the article, it is noted that the beast is painted with some very symbolic colors denoting the James Martin program. All a coincidence, I'm sure, and not meant to get a rise out of all of us. I mean, I'm sure that has to be the case, of course, right? I mean, of course, that'd be silly if they did something like that. But something is in the air, and has been since 2019 at least, if not earlier. As I've reported in previous videos, Pacamama has become an important symbol for the Leviathan and its program to amass authority for itself and to oppose its power on the rest of us. Are these signs and symbols they're adopting meant to further convey that image? Your guess is as good as mine on that score. Finally, for those clinging to the story that Francis is going to meet his maker by the end of the year, don't hold your breath. One of his advisors came out recently and reported just how vibrant and strong Francis was after his recent procedure this past summer, saying from the article, quote, He's fine but still a bit sore when he saw him in July after the procedure. I see he is doing very well, with a lot of strength really doesn't look 85. And he is very active and enthusiastic. He doesn't give up. He said that some people expected this situation he dealt with to silence him a little, but no, he is doing very well, end quote. While he's talking about the things that sidelined him in July and clearly delayed Traditionis Custodis by a week, he's sending a signal. Those rumors of Francis's impending end in personal judgment are just dumb rumors, and that the boss is here to stay for a while yet. Like I said when I addressed that rumor last week, rumors like that are released by the Vatican on purpose, and we should always take any report from a secular outlet with a grain of salt, or even a church outlet that has publicly said it wants to be the Catholic version of some secular outlet. Any organization like that isn't going to have the best interest of the church at heart, so always proceed with caution. So what do you think of all this? Is the appearance of that beast-like statue in New York City tied to the Pacamama Park in Argentina in some subtle way that maybe even the event organizers aren't seeing? Is it part of Satan's final thrashing before his hundred-year reign is up? Let me know what you think in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.